Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tadaima, a Terrace House podcast, your weekly companion to your favorite show on Netflix. I am Robert Scarpanito, and I'm joined here by Daily Wilhelm. Konbanwa. Jack Cepeda. Irishaimase. And Colin Sparling. Minasan. Konbanwa. And guys, it's the day. Today's the day. Part six of opening your doors has dropped on Netflix. Get excited. Christmas. We know you're waiting with bated breath. Yeah. Just can't wait. So we're gonna make we're gonna sit here for the next five minutes. Just give 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 you nice silence. Let let the hype really build up. And just when you're at the peak, we're just gonna end the episode. (laughs) That would be a bad show. Yeah, that'd be a bad show. It's a Terrace House holiday, guys. Uh, you know, we want to take this moment to thank everyone that's been with us so far since, uh, what are we, like three months old now, guys? We started in December. They're we about. just spoke our first words. <sighs> and so thank you to everyone that's, you know, started listening to us, but also all the people that have come in since that time and, and are coming on this journey with us. So thank you guys for that. Yeah, this has been wild. Um, for a while, I actually did contemplate actually doing Colin's great idea for a podcast of just kind of editing in silence right here and just not doing this episode. But you know what? We're going to be gracious. We're going to be nice to you. And today we're going to deliver our spoiler cast of episode 41, Embarrassing Rejections. Man, the the tension's been building up. I mean, that's what I love slash hate about Terrace House is they make you wait like 8 to 10 to 12 weeks. It seems like in between seasons on international Netflix, and it's just like, oh, what's going to happen? They were watching the that show on Netflix, Kaido and Maya, right? That was where yeah, we left ca- off, where they're sharing yeah. the earbuds. Right. So, I mean, just yesterday we dropped a kind of recap of part five. But, yeah, we're, we were kind of left with Kaito and Maya are looking pretty juicy together. Io juicy. And, yep. Yeah. Interesting uh-huh. choice of words. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. And uh, Io and Risako were looking pretty hot in the gym together. And uh, Yui was there. And Sota is sad. And this episode changed a lot of it in a lot of ways that I like and both also don't like. And let's just dive in, right? Let's just get into it. Um, okay. Second I saw this title, I was so prepared to <sighs> laugh at Soda. I, I mean, I, I knew immediately this has to be so. We do exactly what, oh, what yeah. I meant. Yeah, I just say something real quick that like, there's there's always been a trend with the 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 titles and the descriptions of Terrace House episodes where they're just a little bit too spoilery. <laughs> they're like right at the edge of like just pretty much spoiling whatever the hell's gonna happen in the episode. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like you are hoping. I at least me, I was hoping that Soda would get rejected, and then when you see the title, like, okay, good. This is what I want. This is what I'm here for. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, like, they're, they're basically one step away from just naming this episode, like, Soda's Leaving. <laughs> or maybe that's just going to be the next episode title. You know what I mean? Just, like, straight up, like, here's what happens, right? They've done that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Bye-bye, like- Miss Terrace House. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like if Soda could be a song, it would just be Slow Dancing in the Dark by Joji <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it's literally, like, Soda all the time. Can we just get him in that suit, like, shot by an arrow, bleeding out? He's Same. searching for his glasses. <laughs> so the name of the episode was Embarrassing Rejections, right? Yeah, and I, I do want to point out that juicy S at the end, because I thought, wait a minute, Soda only asked one girl out on a date. Why are there multiple rejections? Mm. And it just gets so juicy from here, y'all. Just like Kaito and Maya from last episode. Um, so this episode opens up with the living room. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess, you know, the panel does a recap, you know, we just did it for you. So they go to the living room where Sota, Maya, and Yui are sitting there. And Sota starts recounting the whole, like, oh yeah, I asked Risa go out on a glasses picking date. And he specifically phrased it like, you know, like a spot was open. Dude, he doubled down on there's a spot open there's an opportunity to help me pick my glasses. Like, yeah. holy shit. He's yeah. so clueless. And I know I know we're hammering this home from part five spoilers, but holy shit, like this man has he's just completely oblivious oblivious. He has no idea they how hard they are dunking on him behind his back. I feel like something got through to him because of the visceral reaction from Maya and Yui. Like even Yui was like, 
wow. Yeah, dude, she's burying really? her head in like shame. Yeah. She's like she was turtling. Yeah. She didn't want to be there. I mean, I mean, Maya was was laughing like Risiko was, except she was like, "You see, you asked her like that. That's what you said." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I guess that's not normal, huh?" And she's like, "No, it's not." Yeah, and Yui even like just kind of leaves. Like she goes to take a bath. I wouldn't be surprised if she's just leaving because like I don't want to deal with this person right now. And uh, the camera cuts to the blackboard, which I find kind of interesting because they left. Uh, Risako left a message in Tokyo for a photo shoot and then she spells her name Richako. Oh yeah. W- yeah, which is a great like a uh, hint. Like this is maybe one of the few times the editors left a good like if you set up a Richako in act 1, it pays off in act 3 and it definitely pays off at the end of this episode. Is there any yeah. like insight at all into like what that play on words is or is it just like a cutie way of her referring to herself? Did she make up a character for herself? It's it's cuter. It's the way I would equate it is baby talk. Like, ta sounds <laughs> are very, like, baby talk. Like, mm-hmm. the way that in English it's, like, you turn, like, L's into W's, like, whittle instead of little. You turn, like, S's or other concordant sounds into, like, cha. Okay. So, yeah. Extra it's, it's cringy. Kind of, it's, a little, it's a little cutesy uh, for... A woman of her age. Not that she's old, but it's like she she strikes me as someone that wouldn't do that, which is interesting. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. And then we will talk about the third person referral, too. please. Right. And when Robert and I were watching the episode, they showed like when they showed the blackboard, they showed the subtitle Richako and they had uh, she wrote her name in, I think, Hiragana or was it Katakana? Anyway, I think it was Katakana. And it was like I was like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that does have Richako. I wonder why that is like. Yeah. So even I, though it's really weird. Maya, I notice exclusively like refers to her as like Richan, just Ri. Right, mm. right. And real quick, I know we're going to talk a lot about Sodasan on this episode um, because he was in almost every fucking scene. But this is just like textbook example, people, okay, out there listening on the internet, that it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Like very easily, he could have been like, hey, you know what? I'm picking out. Like some new flair, like some glasses, you know, I really like the way you dress. I really like your sense of style. Would you mind coming with me and helping me find some that look good? Oh, my Jack, I'd love to. That's all you have to say. (laughs) You know what? Uh, I don't know about your schedule, but there's an opportunity to go on a glasses picking date. Yeah, I have a hot opportunity for you. There's a spot open. By the way. We're looking for a like-minded, talented individual like yourself. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> I was just not. about to say that. It's like it's like he's pitching a presentation at work. Yeah, so weird. So that's yeah. the way not to do it, guys. We can do better. We can do better. And it's I, like I, it's like you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna oh. say like it, it was like he was supposed to, he was trying to pose it to a table of a group of people and that they were supposed to like claw and bite and fight over yeah <laughs> over being yeah the like one who gets to go with submit soda. your bids to go on this glasses picking right date. yeah there can <laughs> only be one yeah uh, just send in your resumes by Friday end of business day and <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll have an answer for you by Monday morning um, but you know he he basically phrases it as like he needs an ally to help him pick out some glasses and Maya brings an up why not Io and he's like. That's yeah. gross. That's gay. I'm going to get the gay. No, I know, but like gross, that's like the, he's implying know, it. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, "Why would a guy do that?" Like, dude, even though yeah. he went out with Shinsuke and that yeah. was a date? All these yeah, questions. We, it, we refer to it as a date. Yeah, it was a date. Yeah, yeah. They rode in one go-kart together. That was a date. Well, that was a date. And that was his idea. Also, that was they also ran in hamster balls on a shallow lake. Balls. Yes. I will never forget that because that's such a good moment. Um, but then we cut to a scene at Onioshidashi Park. I think I got that right. Uh, with Ayo and Risako, and they're having that cutesy little lava rocks date, which, I mean, kind of like that place looks cool. Like, we were yeah. joking. Yeah, before we were joking, like, oh, they're going to go to Mordor. They fucking legit went to like the side of it looked like a volcano. I mean, it was, it was really cooler than I oh, was yeah. expecting it to be. Yeah, yeah, I really want I kind of want to go there if I ever go to Japan now. Like, it just looks so scenic. Like th- pretty. This is yeah. classic. Like terrace houses, also a tourism show, maybe because mm. you know it's like how many people now want to go there, right? Did you know we can? We'll take your money if you want to do this too. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be so surprised if this show is doing dividends for their, a lot of their tourism. Oh, I'm sure. Stuff. Yeah. I'm sure they make deals. I mean, there has oh, to be yeah. a reason, like that. For example, that um, gelato place gets featured multiple times throughout the season. 
Yeah, and even in that uh, movie that I bring up multiple times, Your Name, like that's a lot of those scenes are based on real life places in Tokyo, and those are now tourist attractions where people go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, so this Lava Rock date, I mean, it's it's cute, right? Like, it's your classic, you know, yeah. oh, man, Risoko is getting cold, so Ayo gives her his jacket. Oh. Like, oh, isn't that classic cliche dating? Here's and... when I found out. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Okay, here's when I found out that Ayo did not like Risoko. Okay? And it wasn't when he says it was. It was the moment he woke up that morning and decided those were the fucking pants he's wearing on a date. <laughs> what the Yo. fuck was okay. the checkerboard <laughs> chess board fucking pants? I was like, are you fucking serious? Maybe like, he just really likes checkerboard slip-on like, pants. Remind me of fucking uh, Napoleon Dynamite. He was like, you think anyone wants a back kick to the face when wearing these babies? I don't think so. <laughs> It was everyone's that very, bad. Everyone's very fashion forward on the show to the point that sometimes I don't understand their stylistic choices. But I'm I'm guessing those those are some expensive pants. Oh, I bet really? those are like wow. fashion, like high end. Someone that's another thing I wanted to bring up eventually. Like I feel like people on the show might have cut deals with certain labels like hmm. Sota and this fat brand. Like he's constantly wearing their swag, and like we know, Soda is famous for his modeling before he got on the show, right? He was a Junon boy, mm-hmm. so like clearly he's a model in some capacity, right? Fucking Calvin Klein missed the opportunity to send Shunsuke all their drawers for him to wear, so he'd have to steal yeah. Noah's. Just yeah, I woke up this morning. There was just a big package of like Calvin Klein briefs downstairs for me. <laughs> um. I don't know. I For me, I kind of noticed, too, that Ayo wasn't into Risiko, and it wasn't because of his pants. And maybe because I'm in the minority and think those pants look amazing. Maybe oh, my not. God. I thought they <laughs> looked fine. Yeah, they looked fine. Like, right, he, he pulled it off. You know, that's that's what I think. Like He has the swagger to pull something like that off. It, all I'm saying is, if you ever seen me wear those kind of pants, I have given up all hope. Well, well you, you don't have the swagger to pull it off. Hey, that's that's subjective, I guess. <laughs> but for me the moment was when like there were multiple times during this date where Risako is kind of hinting at like she doesn't believe whatever Io is saying like she kind of feels like his tone is a little bit misleading and not mm. once did Io try to like correct course and be like oh no I'm totally like I'm serious like you look really cute there or whatever he just kind of laughs and I was like yeah <laughs> yeah that's something I noticed they do have a great rapport like they say flirty things back and forth quite often but it's always very deadpan there's not a lot of like hesitation behind it mm-hmm. and it reminds me of like there's a post that I saw where it's like the best piece of advice I ever got about dating was like, don't trust people that aren't flustered when they say, you know, declarations of affection, because maybe that means that they don't really feel it. That they're or, just kind of rehashing things. Yeah. Like, they just feel like they have to say it. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of, they're following an internal script. Yeah. Which, yeah. Cause that's like, Otherwise, if it was like a moment of like hesitation and like, well, you know, uh, and then Io says, I'm glad I got to go out with a pretty girl today on this date. It's like if he had kind of stammered, that would have been like a huge Harris House line. But instead, it was just like he says it around a mouthful of food. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. swallow first. Yeah. <laughs> I heard your prayer. Like, oh, no. that's so beautiful. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, all their interactions, right? Like, I, it just draws me back to when they were in the gym. And it kind of seems like he's, like, kind of hitting on her kind of blatantly. And then she just kind of laughs. That's, like, kind of the extent of their banter to me. It feels like they're just going through motions rather than actually interested. Or at least for Io, right? Yeah. Because I'm when we go back the to fireworks, the... Yeah. Yeah, because when we go back to the girls' room, right, it's all the girls there. And Risako, you know, she seems like she's a little taken by Io, right? She's like, well, he was such a gentleman. I had a lot of fun. He's really sweet. I loved his pants. She all, the girls, all the girls agreed, though, that he was, you know, gentlemanly, and he would hold yeah. the door open, and apparently that got brownie points. Right. And, um, oh, and she even gives that good luck charm to Yui, because, you know, Yui's on a job hunt, so right? Sweet. Like, that was sweet. Yeah. That was really nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, even though they only know each other for, like, four weeks at this point maybe tie this to your hockey pants yeah when you go out to play hockey tonight yeah um 
And then As they, you, he does. Right. <laughs> I mean, she picked up a lot from Subasa. They were best friends, you know? Yeah. Or no, that was Ami. Anyway, um, yeah, then they, they steer the conversation toward, like, oh, yeah, like, so does Glasses picking date. Are you going to go on that? And oh. Risa goes, like, well. And then you hear a knock on the door. Speak of the devil. <laughs> They were all shocked to see that it was him that answered. It was like a perfectly scripted thing. This motherfucker. This motherfucker interrupted the girl Taku, right, to confirm and solidify the glasses picking date. In his head, he was doing the right thing. He's like, well, we don't have a date yet for when you're going to help me pick these glasses out. So that's what I'm here to interrupt your conversation about. Yeah, and I love how the second you see his face peek through the like the doorway, it cuts to the intro. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we know we just we just kind of stopped something important, right? Did anyone else gasp at that moment? Because I audibly gasped. Oh, uh, yeah. I did too. <laughs> I was like, "Ladies and gentlemen, please remain seated. We're about to witness a murder. <laughs> yeah, about to see a man and his life murdered by words." But and for then real? what what transpires is awesome. It's so good. So yeah, Soda walks in, alpha male swagger, sits down oh, next yeah. to Risiko, and is like, hey, so we haven't set up a date yet for the uh, the glasses picking thing. Do you know when you're free? And she's just like, uh, well, I mean, you know, you probably already know what looks best on you. I just get in the way. I feel like maybe it'd be pointless for me to go. I mean, I just, I don't. I don't know how much I could contribute, but if you, if you have questions, you could send me pictures. Dude, that's what like <laughs> friends do. That's like what normal people would say. I think she handled that given the pressure and given the public, you know, it was out there, right? Like, I think she handled it pretty well, about as well. She as clearly could. put it, some thought into it. There was so much stammering, like going mm. back and being like, well, I mean to say, and how I'm, I'm trying to say that, like, because she, re- she really didn't want to hurt his feelings, mm-hmm. which is something that's really nice about her because mm-hmm. I think if I was in that situation, I'd be like, dude, no, <laughs> like, like take a fucking hint, bro. Because like, he really should have understood the first time when she just sat at the table and laughed and like was basically crying, like laughing to the point of crying out loud in his mm-hmm. face. And he's like, all right, bye. Like, dude, this guy is just a different kind of dude. Like my, my thing is when she said that line, that was uh, like, you can send me pictures if you can't decide on a pair <laughs> to me, that's like, she has thought this through. She knows everything he might say, every pathway he might lead yes. down. And she is cutting him down at the knees at every mm-hmm. turn. She's mm-hmm. giving him no quarter. Yeah, no, completely agreed. Like, I mean, but that's what a friend would say, right? If like, if somebody asked me to do something that I don't want to do, I'm like, you know what? Like, you know, the like she, everything she said made total sense to me. It's just not yeah. a date. You know, so and, and it's the way he said it that just totally turned her off. Yeah. So Soda leaves. His head should be hanging in shame. But you know what? This doesn't affect him. He leaves with a like good old smile on his face. And the first thing Yui says is it all happened so fast. <laughs> no, Maya was like, I couldn't follow it. I don't know what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Yui's he... sitting there like this. Yui was sitting there covering her eyes and her ears with her arms. Wasn't yeah. um, wasn't he then like defending himself saying oh well we weren't even it wasn't a date or something like that he was trying to make it sound like it wasn't a date it was trying to minimize it yeah i was just i need help from someone who 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 could pick out glasses right right even though he had previously said to someone else i forget who but he was like what if she picks out something that i don't like and i'm gonna have to be like uh yeah yeah what an ass. I don't know, man. So, it, you know, he he's a contradictory boy because we're going to find out here in these next two scenes, right? So, in the boys' room now, it's Soda and Io. And Soda is like, I guess, licking his wounds, kind of. Mm. You know, he's telling Io the story of what just happened in the girls' room. It's a different story. <laughs> yeah, it's a totally different story, you know? He's just like, oh, I think she was just saying that, you know, she's a little busy and don't have the time. <laughs> To... But, he, but it, it would be okay if he said that. But he right. says, like, as if she said, like, I don't have time to help you pick out your glasses, you <laughs> pleb. Like, he makes he makes her into the villain of the situation, which is oh, totally yeah. He he victimizes himself quite a bit. If anything goes wrong, he's like, man, people just. 
don't like me, I guess. And yeah, it's perpetrating them. It's all these, not me. It's them. Yeah, not me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> he even caps it off by saying, it's not like I wear glasses much anyway. The next scene, he's wearing fucking glasses. <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. It's fucking, it's like, it's just a warning. It's just a piece of flair after I take come home, take my contacts off. Bullshit, motherfucker. Like, he's, like, crunching in on those emails, right? Like, yeah, 640 yeah. in the morning. Like, we, we see him, like, coming home from work in his glasses, and presumably he's been wearing them all day versus just, like, switching randomly on the way home. That'd be weird. And I've said it before, and I say it again. Those motherfuckers are thick. I don't know why he thinks they're flattering. They just look like Coke, like the bottom of he, Coke bottles. This is bottles. the same guy that was wearing overalls and mm-hmm. thought that was totally fine, though. High, high fashion. Like you said, yeah, earlier, I right? we just don't. Yeah. We're just not on that level. We just can't, can't pull it off, as Robert said. I can't pull off the overalls. Like clearly, though, <laughs> he needs help picking out glasses, right? Mm, he needs help, all right. Well, he needs help, period. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so the next morning, that he's in the kitchen working hard, hammering out those emails, thick glasses on his face, and listening to uh, "Slow Dancing in the Dark" by Joji. Exactly <laughs> on repeat until until he gets sick of the song, and um, Maya walks in. And Soda asks, hey, what are your plans this weekend? Want to go glasses shopping with me? And <laughs> she she laughs. That was pretty funny. That was pretty good. She's like, it's are you joke. serious? Yeah, I'll give him joke. credit. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Because he wasn't <laughs> serious. But maybe right. he was. But maybe he's he like, was. Oh, no, Never mind. I'm joking. He's like, you know, I still got to get these glasses, right? Hey, I'm still, the spot's still open, you know? Yeah. But yeah, no, he says he's kidding. I think I believe him this time. I think he's finally like making yokels at, at his own, at the cost of his own ego. But then he's like, actually, though, I've always wanted to visit a brewery. Do you want to go with me this weekend? And I just need to ask Colin, did he contact you at all um, a couple months ago when, uh, when he was looking for breweries to go to? Oh, guys, I totally forgot to tell you. Optimism is opening a... Kuruizawa branch. Okay, no, 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 no. no. Um, they, they need to. They so, need to sponsor us for any jokes. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> let me uh, let me pick that up for you, uh, Colin. There, you just dropped that name there. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like they said at work, we they want us to be brand ambassadors. Hey, hey, hey. He's Classic. wearing an optimism hoodie right now. I no, am. It's it's listeners. warm and it's it's comfortable. I'm rearing us back on on the rails here, guys. So that was an actual date, though props at least like that's a real thing that people do on a real kind of date i would think tour brewery have some beer i like that they called it a field trip bar hop yeah Yeah, so i kind of want to hone in on that right so like in the next scene um in the kitchen it's kaito and soda and maya enters and kaito asks maya like hey what are you doing this weekend she's like i'm going on a field trip with soda (laughs) going on a trip in my favorite rocket ship (laughs) <laughs> okay, look, I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm a Casanova. I'm no master of romance in any way, shape, or form. But if one of the two people on the date call it a field trip, no one's going home with each other at the end of that date. I mean, only because they I live mean, together. They, yeah, they live together. <laughs> but you know, yeah. But you know, I'm just saying, like that just sucks all the romance out of it. I feel like. Yeah. 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 I think. Mm, I don't know that. Because this is the first time they've went out, right? I'm not wrong, or is it? Did it's they go the out again date. before? No, it's their first date. Two, I think it's their first yeah. date. Yeah. They, okay. So that is the first time they went out, just the two of them. And yeah. so, I don't know. The, is is brewery going to a brewery like that? Is that a good first date? What do you guys think? Is I that mean, a that's a subjective date? question. I mean, I think it could be. I think anything could be. I think. Him like flattering, like the way I, I said he should have asked her to go on the glasses picking date. I think that could have rolled into another activity that rolled into another activity that could have been an awesome date. Like anything can be a date. Really. True. True. That's enough. how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just feel like though, like Maya particularly, I don't know if she seemed kind of lukewarm about the brewery idea. I think she kind of did. And she they, brings it up. Go ahead. They were actually surprisingly like high energy i felt like yeah. when they were like During telling kaito itself. about it and like yeah like they seemed really pumped for it they actually had some some good rapport going but then yeah. once they were there i think that he actually really did surprise her in asking her out out of the blue like that and i think that that 
is what led her to agree to go in the first place. She was just like kind of feeling it out. And, you know, he kind of teed himself up there and got his foot in the door to maybe, you know, um, uh, plant some romantic seeds into that relationship. But the fact that, you know, we get into it later in the episode, but the fact that he never talked to her in the house or nurtured that relationship or didn't do anything just was so soda, I guess. Like, why are we even surprised? Right, exactly. And right after the brewery tour ends, we get a scene where he may have had the, his foot in the door, but then he slams that door fucking shut. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. At that when they're sitting on the uh, at the bench. Uh, what I'm talking about is after the brewery tour, and it was just him and uh, Maya talking. Mm-hmm. And she basically, what is what does she say? She uh, she tells him that like if. I, you know, maybe Risako would have gone on that date with you if you had asked her in like right, right. Yeah, it was the it wasn't you know it wasn't the date itself, but it was the way you said it, like Jack was saying earlier. Right, right, right. And then he proceeds to like further deny something else that is escaping me. Well, so Maya says that hey, I've noticed like whenever Risa goes in the playroom, you go to the playroom, you follow her a lot, and I'm pretty sure right. you like her. And he's like, oh, pff, oh, no, I don't like, no, it's just the playroom's <laughs> cleaner. It's gotten cleaner in the past. Right, few years. right. That he was, was saying a that weird he, avoid, thing to he say. avoided that room because it was fucking messy is what he said. <laughs> Dude, what kind of yeah. fucking second grade shit is that? Like, oh, like if you don't like something that's dirty, like fucking clean it. That's what adults mm. do. Yeah. You know, they don't just like you know go to the places that other people have cleaned for them to dwell in. Like what? that was a weird explanation. Yeah, it was some he bullshit that he too much. Yeah, yeah, he he definitely made that shit up on the spot, and yeah, it served him nothing. It helped nope. him in no way, shape, or form. That's the thing; no one trusts him. Yeah, he can't be honest with people except about his divorce and child. That's the only <laughs> thing he's used all his honesty on his dark backstory. And now he can't be honest about anything else. And, and maybe it begs the question, how honest is that story? See, so here's Ooh. the thing, right? Is he, you know, we kind of alluded to this in the millions of times we've talked about him telling people about the divorce and the child. Is that as much as he uses that story as like, uh, hi, I'm Soda. It's, we don't really know how he feels, right? About that. It's just like, yep, I, th- those are facts that have happened to me and around me five years ago. And here I am today, you know, he doesn't ever go into like, oh man, it was hard at first or something like that. You know, he just kind of says things so matter of factly. I mean, he's always got his guard up, right? He's always scared to show any vulnerability in in every interaction, no matter how trivial. Yeah, that's that's what I was kind of getting around to is that he just doesn't wear any of his emotions on his sleeve. And that really comes through in this moment where he's like, oh, I don't go to the playroom because, uh, you know, it, uh, it, it wasn't clean. You know, it's just like, just say like, yeah, I think Risiko's cool. I'd like to get to know her better. I'd like to get to know you better, too. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're this is some high school ass shit right here. Like, get get out of here. You know, same. Um, Get out of here. But he does. (laughs) He does end this date with at least the promise of a second field trip, which. Cool. I don't really know how he managed it, but he somehow kind of convinced Maya, like, hey, when I, when I want to do something next time, I'll invite you to it. And she's like, yeah, I can't wait. To, well, not I can't wait, but she's like, yeah, you know, we'll go on more field trips. And her mind was open, I think. Yeah. I think that was a sincere, like, thought from Maya. I mean, but then when he, again, completely seems to ignore her in the house and never talk to her and never elicit any you know, nurturing of that relationship, then yeah, it's going to die on the vine, especially since she's got feelings going on for Kaito-san. So something I wanted to bring up things that going in the house, cause we kind of, we kind of skated over this and this is, this was my big twist for this episode was the conversations that people have been having throughout the episode is that Yui and Ayo spend a lot of time together. And they're hanging out in the house all the time. We don't see that. We saw that once in this episode. Robert and I, yes, that we saw that happen because I think is it Iowa that mentions it first. I believe it is. Oh my god! Listen, guys, I'm just calling it out. That was my fucking dark horse prediction. Go back and listen to the prediction cast. I was like, what do you think will never fucking happen ever on this house? And I said, it's fucking I own you. You're going to get together. And everyone was like, that's fucking crazy. And it's fucking happening now. Because we knew we knew already. Io had said, like, he likes Yui. 
And it's like, but he said it kind of in the way that it's like, you know, she's a mom to everyone. It's like, everyone loves Yui. Everyone would want to marry Yui. But at the time, he was definitely kind of put himself in the position that he was gunning for Risako. Mm -hmm. And then throughout this episode, people keep being like, well, like, Io and Yui have been hanging out a lot. And then he, like, straight up tells Sota, he's like, oh, yeah, I've been going out with Risako a lot, but I'm not super comfortable with her as i am with yeah. huey yeah that happens yeah. like later on in the episode and no one's gonna get to that but yeah i mean essentially they're doing this classic terrace house thing that i'm so fucking sick of yeah where it's yeah. like all this stuff happens off screen and then all of a sudden bam oh yeah i'm super into this girl oh yeah i'm, I'm super into this guy yeah like, they make they like it almost makes me feel like our predictions episodes are getting moot at this point you know what i mean it's it just feels pointless because how can you ever know they, right it's a moving target you're drop. never gonna hit a moving target yeah it's it almost right. makes you feel like you miss episodes of the show yeah because think about it like the only reason we predicted that like and there was a dark horse it was like what's the most unpredictable yeah, thing that's why right, i threw it came, out there that came from a conversation of okay but if people were fucking down off camera who would it be right like that that's something we actually had to think about which at that point it could be literally anyone because none of their interactions happen on camera which is yeah. so obnoxious. Yeah, I believe the word you're looking for is tonguing, tonguing down. Well, well I'm pretty sure. They're, I bet no one's saying a fuck down hard. The reason we, I, know they did in the play duh, uh, yeah. the the reason though I said that was because it seemed so preposterous at the time. So it was yeah. a total hail mary that ended up somehow being real. And yeah, I mean, I guess see. we need to, we just need to have more wild cards in our predictions, guys. Is what it sounded like. Oh man! All right, next, like, I'm calling it in the beginning of to a Tokyo, the Terrace House Tokyo. Yama's in the house, and he's already fucked everyone else in the house in the first episode. <laughs> no. I'm, Jeez. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> even the guys. Hold me to it. All right, we'll see. Hey, <laughs> their, their editing does get crazy. We'll see what it happens. Does, like, and they don't even reveal it till like episode 16. It's like Yama's already long gone from the house, and she's like. Yeah, but like I'm pretty sure we had sex before. <laughs> Dude, everything. Did we just little have sex? did we know like what what if Sota and Ris Risiko have secretly been like getting it on behind closed doors? Dude, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Point, I right? mean, it, there's no crazy predictions anywhere you can throw out there that aren't feasible given yeah. the, the lazy editing on display here. Right, but to bring us back to the show, so one thing I do want to talk about cuz we kind of skipped over it in the whole like your brewery date part but they cut like you know we we kind of cut back to the panel and their first kind of thoughts on what's happening in the episode and i want to point out this is the first of two times in the episode where yama thinks that he is he and soda are the same being which is worrying oh. for soda <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like you know i i think i think with the same brain that soda thinks with when soda was recounting that rejection with risiko he like we said makes risiko seem like the villain you know rather mm. than taking responsibility for maybe i fucked up and how i asked it and yeah and like to me i was thinking yeah that's totally a yama way to like talk about a story yeah i, I was like dude yeah that just goes to show how self-deprecating Yama is yeah. to admit to something like that. That's just like deep, straight deep character flaw. Just tossing it out there. Mm -hmm. And um, they bring up Costco. Costco. Costco rejection from Boys and Girls in the City. Only because that was like the second now coldest rejection in Terrace House history where this one going on where like, you just send me a photo if you need yeah. help picking is definitely the number, the top rejection. Yeah, show history sure. so far let it let it be etched in stone <laughs> yes let it be known and i think moving forward i'm going to call soda the honorable one-liner machine because that's what yama referred yes. to him as and i'm like yeah yeah that's right that's about <laughs> right he he says things that i don't understand where he i don't understand this man yeah you're not alone you're not alone um so yeah back to the playroom with io sota maya and yui um, they're sitting there watching episode 36 or 37, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. The one with Kaito and Yui's skate date. Yep. And uh, Yui kind of starts talking like, oh, man, seeing myself on the screen have so much fun. Man, this that's... I looked like I was having a lot of fun. And Maya was giving her, like, the fucking dagger eyes. Oh, my gosh. She was oh, not was amused not by subtle. that. subtle. Yeah, like, she was not amused. Aww. She was feeling threatened. It was crazy. To yeah. see that so blatant. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. We Robin and I were talking about it while we we're watching the episode. Was that Maya 
just does not hide her emotions whatsoever. She wears every single emotion on her face at all times. She's the antithesis of Soda. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, she was 100% like every time she wasn't getting talked to, Maya was just giving her, giving Yui the side eye or looking very depressed or very sad or very angry. And you got to feel- wonder then, is it ambiguous? Though? Like, do they not know? Like, does does Yui not know that Kaito or I guess it's well, not really a, a thing yet? I mean, no Yui's, Yui's right going to know if they keep watching the show like they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I, I feel bad for for Yui, too, though, because she got that excited that she did when she originally it reminded me a lot of when she went and talked with Taka about Noah the first time Mm. and like she was like very like oh man I want to do that again and I was like looking and seeing how much fun I was having it's like we don't get to see that from her a lot and I don't Mm. want her heart to get broken again yeah this was like one of the few times she seemed excited because usually she's very like I don't want to say this in a bad way but she's like very calculating you know she yes you know, she likes to think everything through. She's very type A. She's got charts. She's got line graphs. She's got quest. She's got <laughs> questions, and they're on a piece of paper. I know she wrote them down. She might not be busting it out, but I know she's she's the kind of person to write down questions before she has a conversation with somebody. She got yeah. journals. She's got binders. Dear diary. She's got dividers in those binders, and each of them have post-it notes on them. Mm. Very color, well organized. People should hire coded. her. She's very organized. She is. If I need my wedding planned. I know who I'm calling. She's got highlighters yeah. and color coordinated with post-it notes. All right. Same. <laughs> um, and yeah, this is the scene where after Soda and Yui leave, this is where Maya asks Io, like, hey, are you into Yui? And Io's like, yes, I am. Just like straight up, <laughs> straightforward, no no shame, no nice. nothing. It was just like, yep, that's a fact. No shame, no shame. I thought it was really weird the way he he elaborated, though. Because he said, she reminds me, when I'm hanging out um, with her, she reminds me of my ex. That, yeah, that was bizarre. And like the one that he cheated on, let us not forget. On top of that, he says, and it's comforting Ooh. that she reminds me of my ex. Ooh. And I'm like, Ooh. dude, that's some risky business. I'm glad you guys are saying this because I'm the kind of person that, I don't know, I mean... Uh, to varying levels of success have I been on good terms when a uh, relationship mine terminates. But I have never like purposely sought out comfort in finding someone just like someone who I dated before. If anything, that's a negative yeah. to me. Yeah. That's just me, though. Not a positive. No, I, I mean, it's not a negative 100% of the time, but it's definitely like a flag of you're not over that person. You, you don't want right. the new person to hear that and be no. like, oh, you're great. You remind me of my ex. And it's yeah, like, no. what, what was the reason yeah, for yeah, that ex? What, yeah, what trait do I share that made that relationship yeah. not work? It, it, I don't know like, if I'd it, even want to know that far. I'd be like, uh, yikes. <laughs> kind of, I was like kind of saying in a way like, hey, you, you look like my next ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a little wild and then on the other side of the coin maya reveals that she doesn't think soda sees her romantically and i don't blame her i don't think soda sees anything or anyone romantically really. just the mirror just the mirror just the mirror he's a narcissosexual but he she <laughs> i'm not sure if that's the word but maya says something that i think is one of the most meta things we've ever seen on terrace house and she says maybe he just wants screen time yeah that reminded me of like an american show where it's like people stir up drama in order to get more screen time and it's like we've never had to suspect anyone of this before so he just not as openly at least so he just wants so he's saying that if he's dating someone he's more likely to be on the final cut of shows than if he's not is that the thought here yeah i mean mean, how much time shinsuke got it, yeah. That's probably why he went on the Shinsuke date, knowing he was never going <laughs> to kiss him. Probably. I mean, think about it, right? Like, if you're an editor of the show, what would you rather put, like, yeah. what would you rather give four minutes to on the episode, right? Like, Makes sense to me. A really, like, a cool tour through a brewery or people just sitting around in the living room. Right. It makes sense yeah. to me. I mean, I don't know. To me, personally, if I wanted, to, you know, to have screen time, I mean, I don't know if uh, dating my my strategy on Terrace House, but I would, like have funny interesting conversations i guess you know as my hope i don't know yeah who knows but Uh, i it's just it's just like really like what is your motivation here then like i thought you're getting ideas for your app now you're worried about 
fake dates so you can be featured on a show more. This we're not, he's got we're to not we're not saying that's what Soda wants. We're saying that's what Maya thinks Soda wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just the Soda guy. As much as we talk about him, man, like he is just one of the most unpredictable people I think I've ever seen in this show. Like I, I can never exactly understand why he does what he does, and I can never predict what he's going to do. He's just an yeah. enigma. I, I think it's less about predicting, but more just like. It can't get worse, right? And then it does. Yeah. And then it and does. Thank yeah, it's more so him just finding a way to make it worse. And it's like, yeah. fuck, dude. It, it can't get worse, right? And then he asks Maya out. Like, it, it's just, it's it's all terrible for him. And I, I, in some ways, I feel bad. But in other ways, like, you don't ask a girl or anyone on a date by saying, hey, there's a spot open for you. Yeah, he needs to learn. Like I said, hopefully he get some key takeaways from this experience and like grows as a person because he's got a lot of growing up to do a lot of maturing to do Mm -hmm. if he's going to have a successful relationship going forward i I just don't know how likely that is because i mean the way he talks about himself he already acts like he's the old guard like he's an old man like oh i'm so full of wisdom or like when i was your age dot 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 you know you know what i mean divorce (laughs) right Uh right so that automatically ages him like fucking 20, 30 years ahead, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, his his coworkers aren't a good influence. He works with like, he's like the young guy at work. So he gets to play that up. But then when he's in Tara's house, he plays up that he's like the old experienced person. It's mm-hmm. it's made him into this enigma. You know, you know what we haven't gotten? You know, what we haven't gotten is another shot at him at work and we haven't gotten feedback from any of his coworkers that may or may not have seen some episodes because usually we do get that or sometimes we do get that like hey i saw you on terrace house blah 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 happened what's up with that what yeah. we need what we need to get to i know robert's getting there soon is the second rejection we do but we have a few more hoops to jump through to get there so worse. Real quick, I just want to say this. There's a scene in the kitchen with Soda, Risa, and Yui. And uh, Soda reveals that he did get new glasses. He did end up going out with Io to get these glasses, <laughs> even though that's quote-unquote gross. And I'm just saying, another terrace, please. Give me that <gasps> Please. <scene>. Please. <laughs> I, I need, need the glasses-picking date. Yeah, Same. We need this. Uh, and we cut to the living room. Soda and Meyer are sitting there. Soda's wearing a hat straight out of like a 2001 Linkin Park music video. And uh-huh. um, oh, that, can- that it's not a Kango. I can't remember what it's it was the called. F- fishing hat. Bucket hat. Yeah. 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 Bucket Bucket hat. Hat. Oh my Basically. god. Basically, and um, he just he reaffirms with Maya, "Hey, are you still interested in going to glasses make glass making?" And she just straight up to his face brings up the, "Are you sure you're doing this for more screen time or like Yo, are you interested?" I was surprised she was that blunt about it but damn mm-hmm. if if anyone was going to be it would be her you know yeah i think though also she feels like he deserved it too based yeah. on what was totally. said or wasn't said like because she doesn't seem like someone to be outwardly mean mm-hmm. you know and that was kind of a mean thing to say but again it was you got to consider who the, who it's being said yeah about. i mean she doesn't want to be used either right yeah, yeah i agree yeah and i guess for soda he took this as a hint of Okay, I guess glass picking, glass making isn't the right thing. I'll come up with something else for us to do on the date. Like that's the message he received from that interaction. Somehow, that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> not and not the common denominator here, yeah, which is he's, you know he's speaking a different so language. <laughs> yeah, he's speaking a totally different language here than everyone right. else. And um, I wanna I wanna talk about this scene real quick because to me this is like it's weird. In a lot of ways so it's the playroom right with io and yui they're finally alone together we as uh as the viewers finally get to see them alone together right and there was something about their chemistry where to me it was like very heartwarming to see you know io reveals he wants to be a personal trainer and yui's just like super supportive and like hey like you found your new dream and that's it and i was both very happy to see that and then almost immediately bored that's that's a sign, isn't it? A little bit. It's kind of a sign that it's working out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I was I was surprised. Like, there's there's definitely a lot has happened behind closed doors or on another terrace, I guess. 
between them just hanging out at home. They're they're close in age, I believe. 23 and 21 or 20. Yeah. That's pretty close. And you know, they're both they're both at the uh, crossroads in their lives. Yui's trying to get a job. Aya's trying to figure out, you know, what do I do after soccer? Mm-hmm. So I can definitely see them bonding over a lot of that. And Yui gave than... him the, the kind of Noah talk, like, so what are your plans? So what are your yeah. steps you're taking? Yeah. What Have you found something to aspire yeah. to? Aspire yeah. is the, like, word that she used. And it's like, yeah. But... Yeah. Like, to me, though, there was something about their energy where it didn't feel... Because, like, when when she asked it to Noah, it felt like she's a career counselor and he's a junior in high school. But when she asked Ayo this, it kind of came from, like, a, hey, I care about you, like, as a person. I, you're someone I spend a lot of time with and I just want to make sure that, like, you know what you're doing in life because I want to be there for you. To me, I yeah. took it kind of as a qualifier, like, I'm thinking about dating you because you're gentlemanly and open doors. Mm. And so yeah, are, I mean, this is what we're of, talking about. So it wouldn't be a surprise. Feelings for, yeah. 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 So I don't know. I mean, it's just, I find it weird. Cause like, you know, in a lot of ways I do want to see more of these scenes with them building up their relationship, but it's funny how I was kind of like almost already bored by like, well, there it is. There's that scene. And I just can't decide if it's because I'm still pissed at the terrace house editors for like, just kind of ghost dropping it on us. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it, here's the thing. It's it's fine if it happens once, maybe twice. I mean, once it happened in Boys and Girls in the City, right? It happened in Boys and Girls in the City. I don't remember mm-hmm. what if 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 at all it happened in Aloha State. Um, but um, you know, a lot of things fell apart at the end of Aloha State. Yeah, for many Aloha State just kind of turned into a mess. But then, like this series, just and we've talked about it, I, I kind of to death at this point. But there's just there's just been so many incidences. Where mm-hmm. we just get information that was like, okay, where the hell did that come from? And because it just didn't make any sort of sense. Yeah. It just was, I don't know what the hell they're doing in that editing room, man. Uh, but, Jack, don't worry. I'm here to save you. Please. We are at the scene you want to talk about. Yes. We're on the deck. I didn't know this house had a second story. It had a terrace, believe it or not. This, ah. this house has a terrace. It had a weird and sink out there, some fire. I don't know. I had to pause. You know, like, what I'm, am I looking at? There's like I'm a here torch for it, out there. Though. Yeah. I'm here for that. And Soda's taking a nice drag of his cigarette, sitting out there, I assume, doing work or maybe reprogramming his AI that lives inside well, him. Well, yeah, if he's, if he's to, believe, but, to be believed what he's doing, he's saying, I'm thinking about what to do since we can't do glasses blo- glass blowing now. Yeah, so Maya comes in, or I guess leaves the house, right? Goes out into the terrace and says, hey, I'm I'm seeing you, but I'm also seeing Kaido, and I'd pr- I'd really rather not see you, basically, is what she's saying. I don't want to see date- two dudes. Yeah, I don't want to date time. two people. And, he, and, and since goodbye. he asked me first. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, really, really? Timing is the reason? Come on now. And Soda's response is, that's fine. I couldn't come up with an alternative to glass blowing anyway. Dude, he can't even help it anymore at this point. He cannot even help himself. Dude. He's just like, pull out the bullshit, pull out the bullshit immediately. Uh, think on the cuff. All right, go. And he opens his mouth without thinking. I just, like, can't. Come on. Movies, dinner, lunch. Picnic. Gelato again. <laughs> Go to a damn park. Run in a hamster ball Did, on a lake. Waterfall. I don't know about y'all. I mean, to me, glasses blowing sounds fun. No, am I the only one here? Okay, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to make a point here. Jack, can you come up with three different date ideas off the top of your head that aren't glass blowing? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Like how <laughs> how hard is it? <laughs> it's not. It's not, yeah, but she's into fashion. Let's here's go the shopping. Here's the Let's thing. Go. Like I keep saying, right? Like if he just fucking talked to her in the house and like tried to grow the relationship beyond the one, you know, one or two days a week that they inter- their paths in- intersect. Is that a line he used to before? Like, oh, if our schedules line up. Yeah. He's so he fucking pompous. Yeah. And so yeah. it's just like if he did any of the homework needed, then I don't think that she'd be uh, uh Turned him down at this phase, you know, if he mm-hmm. if she thought he was kind of a genuine, sincere person that yeah. wasn't just yeah. looking for that screen time. I, I, I mean, I think it would just be uncharacteristic of him at this point to make it any easier on himself or yeah. just come up with something. I don't know. And I think it's kind of at this point playing into the theory of him just wanting more screen time. Right. Like, right. I, I think he's coming at it from like he he's made this into a formula. He thinks that this is the easiest way. Right. 
Like right. you, you go on dates with people, you get to know them, then you go out with them. He's totally ignoring the in-between part where it actually probably has the most breakthroughs in a relationship building. He's just like dates, dates. That's how it happens. That's yeah, the I feelings the come show. later. I because it it doesn't even seem like he feels any sort of emotion towards like these people that he was even going out with. Really, anyone. So, yeah, I, I kind of want to gear this question out here for you guys because, I mean, I know there are the two of us on this podcast have been in relationships for a long time, and there are two of us who have not in relationships. But nonetheless, all of us have been on dates, hopefully more than one in our lifetimes, right? So when when you're thinking about, oh, I'm going to go on a date with X person, or I need to plan this date, or whatever, do how much do you weigh what I want to do versus what I think the person I'm going on a date with wants to do. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's usually, yeah, it's definitely weighing towards what the other person wants to do. And at the very least neutral. Yeah. And when I, and when I'm planning something neutral, it's like, let's like engage in activity that fosters conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The, the right. activity isn't the important part. Right. It's right. how are we going to enjoy ourselves and be able to talk and get to know each other better. Yeah. Right. But when, when you go to like, when you even watch a, a silly sitcom at 7 p.m. on NBC, right? Like how many times have you seen on American sitcoms where the, the goofy guy sees a hot girl at the bar, but she's like a CrossFit trainer and they'd hit it off and she's like, oh, do you do CrossFit? And he's like, oh, of course I do CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. do a CrossFit date on Friday. Like, like, sure, it's for humor, but this, the intended idea is still that the person who's interested and wants to instigate the date does something for the other person. Granted, right. in that case, it leads to like him yeah. getting hurt and it's funny, but he's doing it for the person that he wants to go on the date with. Soda is just thinking for himself here. He's like, what do I want to do? Well, I want to see a brewery. I'm going to invite Maya with me on a how date. How can this there. serve me? Yeah. I, I, I want to learn how to make, I want to learn how to make glass. I'll invite Maya with me on that day. It's like, but no, you don't think what it's she like, wants to do. There's a spot open, like literally. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to go on a ride to glass making. And that, Would you like to join? And all these points you're bringing up and more are why this man literally has an entire episode dedicated to his rejections and how embarrassing they are. <laughs> Way to take the fucking double L soda. He might be the biggest villain. Now. I think maybe with this, he's eclipsed you die. Perhaps. hundred percent. Yeah. Like that at least with hard to do. you die. Like with you die, it was like, he's pathetic, but he's being pathetic on his own. Yeah. With and soda, he's young. Yeah. But with Soda, he's, like, actively affecting the other people in the house. And honestly, with Yudai, to me, it's funny. With Soda, it's just kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just kind of pathetic. And it's just, it's like you're watching a very, very slow car crash. I mean, it's funny, too. Don't get me wrong. But it's, it's also hilarious. sad. Gives us a lot to talk about. That's for Thanks, sure. Soda. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you have been the best Soda. If anything else, entertaining. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, we cut to the kitchen and here Maya just tells Kaito like, Hey, I've told soda to fuck off. And Kaito like, <laughs> he looks pretty happy. He looks like very slyly happy. He's like, mm, yeah, mm. I won. <laughs> he had that face. Yeah. They're I gonna... have a problem with Kaito. Doesn't make eye contact with anyone. He's always looking at his screen yeah. when he's talking to someone. Yeah. It's a little weird. I don't know if that's like just him being socially awkward, maybe, or he just likes being distracted. I don't know. Maybe um, it's because he looked into the camera that one time and now he's very <laughs> conscious of it. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh no, people on Instagram are telling me I look at the camera too much. Don't look at anything now. <laughs> <laughs> just keep your eyes down. You'll never catch a camera. Oh man. I hope uh, I hope then, I hope he gets more scenes where he stares right in the camera. I, I miss it. It's been a while. <laughs> I hope the finale is just him staring dead into the camera. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this season of Terry Saws <laughs> opening the doors, everyone. I'm blinking, just like yeah, just waving, like <laughs> Yeah. And <laughs> and he says, We'll see you in twenty twenty at the Tokyo Olympics with Guy Sato. <laughs> and then it just fade the black. Like Toku Tokui, Mina-san. The twenty twenty Olympics take place in Tokyo, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I hope we see Guy in the next season. And also maybe Kaito, because they, they know each other. I hope we see uh, Anyway, I hope she breaks up with Noah and comes back. <laughs> uh, let's wrap this episode up. We're almost at the end here. Uh, in the boys' room, Io and Soda are there, 
And Soda finally gets Io to fucking talk about the fact that he likes Yui. And it's like, it took so long to get to that. Why did it take so long to get to that? It's all building. It's all building. Is it though? This is the arc. This is the romance arc beginning. But yeah, like it actually Io says, and this is where the Richeko pays off in act three. He says mm. when Risako calls herself that he's like turned off immediately. Richeko hungry. <laughs> I would be too, man. Yeah, that's exactly what she's saying. Basically. It, it that's reminded... like me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that's me... like, damn it. <laughs> Okay, it reminded me a lot of when Taka uh, lectured Mayu and was like, like, you're just like, Don, Don, Don. And it's like, he couldn't date someone like that. This is this is Io saying, I can't date someone that refers to themselves in the third person. And that's that's an okay line to draw in my book. Mm-hmm. Are you yeah, one of those? Totally. I guess we should go around the table. Can you tolerate that or not? We'll start with Daily. When someone refers to themselves in third person. If they're like four, then yeah. <laughs> if they're in their 20s, not so much. Okay. Colin? That's like me saying like Colin Chan wants to eat. Or like, no, it would be more like. like Colin Chan. Ka- yeah. Or like, Colin wants to eat. You know, <laughs> or like, like, I don't know. I can't think of a weirder way to say it, but it just comes. It's just really strange to me, and it would probably. Yeah, I w- I'm kind of in Io's camp. It would kind of drive me nuts. Robert. Me too. Robert, uh, you, you, I feel like Robert could tolerate it. Well, so here's the thing. I tolerate it in only two instances. One, in anime, because it's just like a trope, and I've pretty much become such a battle-hardened anime veteran that that I just am numb to any time just a cute lolly girl just uses her name and says she's hungry. It's like, yep, of course, because it's fucking anime. Mm, and it's an, no so there's your sound bite. Else. There's your Robert yep. sound bite. There it is, exactly. <laughs> to to, to Dima and, fans. And the only other time is Terry Crews in Brooklyn Nine-Nine because he often says, like, Terry loves yogurt. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Terry's built the muscle to earn the right to say that on national his name's, TV. His name's Terry on the show? It is, yeah. yeah. So he's Terry Jeffers. <laughs> So he would just say like Terry loves yogurt. Oh, Terry loves karaoke. It's like it's so good. Like That's I'll, I'll accept that. He's allowed okay. to do that. See, I thought Robert would uh, be okay with this. If anyone, and you guys oh, no. want to know what my response is to this question? Yeah, yeah. Jack talk tie. Jack talk tie. Real good. All right, Meet the parents. Jack, anybody? No. I, Meet the I, parents. I Are you serious? I didn't want to have to say this on the show, but this is your last week. We're kicking you off. No one's seen Meet the Parents of the three of you people with Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller. Here's here's the messed up thing, and you're you're gonna hate me even more for saying this. I've seen Meet the Fockers. I haven't seen Meet the Parents. I'm beating my head, face, and neck with the microphone right now. I've seen okay, I've seen both, and I don't understand that reference, my Uh, dude. Someone out there on the internet, please slip in my DMs and tell me you'd understand what I'm saying. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was trying to make a Mm -hmm. joke. Fucking bombed, but I was saying that in certain instances, if it's funny, then I'll tolerate it. But only if yeah. they're trying to be funny. If they're trying to be cute, then it makes me want to kind a of vom and vom in my mouth. But it's if they're so doing great. it to be a, kind of uh, fun, you know, to elicit humor, then I would laugh at that. Yeah, that's it's the like, Brooklyn Nine Nine thing. Yeah, funny. God, yeah. people, yeah. I've never been so embarrassed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then here's the last time we get to see the panel. You said she's already bored with Soda, which I get that. Two rejections is fine, but like, I don't think there's anywhere he can go after this episode. He's already no. dead. Stop it. <laughs> and yeah. That's exactly what we said. At this point <laughs> he's dead. I was like, he's like, no, no, stop. He's already dead. <laughs> and uh, Yama said this, and I quote, because I love it, talking about Soda. He says, he and I are alike. We're both unpopular with the ladies. Yeah. And he says it with conviction. That's a fair statement. It's real. It's real. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just, he knows who he is, and I love him for that. Uh, we cut to the final scene here at the Monster Skate Park. Yes, the one spelled SK8 Park. And it's one final soda date with Kaito. Soda's on a skate date with Kaito, ladies and gentlemen. This is skate date number five. It's an opportunity for you to learn that I can turn. That you can see me turn on a skateboard. Let's go, Kaito. Yeah, you can turn a new leaf because you can turn on a skateboard. Um, so, yeah, they both shred it a bit. And by that, I mean Kaito shreds it and Soda... He's there. And uh, he finishes the episode by saying what I think all of us were so surprised and shocked by. Who saw this coming? 
So does leaving. He dun, met his dun, goal. Dun. He met his goal. He was rejected by every girl on the show. Oh, wait. That wasn't his goal at all. Yeah, the way he phrases it, right? He's like, <laughs> I feel I've accomplished my goal. Now, whenever I'm creating things, I'll think, oh, Kaido might like this. Or maybe Maya might enjoy this. What a I'm weak like, sauce fucking explanation. I'm sorry, but you legitimately tried to go on a date with Maya where you couldn't even think of one thing she would like to do. You develop business to business software. What the fuck is you we have to do with any of this? Is bad user research. You dumb Very ass. Bad user research. My God. <laughs> Could you imagine him returning to his company and they're like, well, so what did your uh, what did your time at Terrace House teach you? Well, it taught me girls don't like glass blowing dates. That's all I got. They just write down no one likes soda. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, interesting. That makes sense. And and Kaito just kind of reveals that, yeah, he's like super into Maya, which we all kind of knew. But I think this is the first time he's like explicitly saying this on camera. Yep. So cool. Cupid's arrows are beginning to carve their paths, guys. I think we have a good idea where the next episode is going to go. There's going to be at least three major events that happen. Right. Someone's going to leave Mm -hmm. and two couples are going to pair up. We'll potentially, see. potentially, and, yeah, well, and we'll someone see. new could come. Look, look, I'm just saying, man. We we left part five thinking, oh yeah, Io and Risiko totally gonna be a thing. Yeah, fair and enough. Then the show's just like, fuck you. One Same episode thing. later. Yeah. Well, like two episodes. I think it's two episodes since the gym date. But oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. But, but still, it, it's like it was a strong setup. Yeah, and then it's just like out of nowhere. Just kidding. He's into Yui. It's like, ugh. I caught it. So, I caught it. So caught look, it. all I'm saying is by next episode, they could be like, oh yeah, Io's actually been secretly with Maya though. And you know, they're like really super, they're spending a lot of time together we'll and see, we would man. be none the wiser. We'll have to just yeah. wait and see. There's just, there's, yeah, there, there's no continuity. It feels like in this show. Speaking yeah. of which we didn't really like outline how we're doing this. Is this now maybe a good time? Oh, I was going to say it in the wrap. You mean like oh. how we're doing our spoiler cast overall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to okay. shout it out here in the ending here. Sounds good. Yeah, we're about to wrap up this episode. Um, Yeah, get excited, guys. We have more spoiler casts coming to you. Uh, we're going to be publishing two a week on Tuesdays and Fridays. So today is the first Tuesday. Expect our spoiler cast of uh, episode 42 to come this Friday. And we're just going to continue with next Tuesday, next Friday, and so on and so forth until we are done with part six, the final part of opening new doors, which saying that is sad. And um, there has been some questions as well that have come up through some of the comments uh, online on like, how are we like doing this? Like, are we watching the episode and then doing a spoiler cast? And so that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of how we're doing it. Like we'll all as a group watch one episode, then we'll reconvene as a group and do the spoiler cast before we watch the next episode. So it's not like we're binging it and feel free to binge it. But I'm just saying, if you want to follow the show along with us, Watch one episode of Terrace House, then come back for the spoiler cast yeah. and just follow that yeah. pattern. We if have, we have no idea what's happening in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're trying to be as blind as possible because, you know, there's just no interest when we're faking like, you know, we all know what's going to happen in the next episode. But we're like, man, I I, I don't know where it's going to go, guys. Yeah. Mm, yeah. No, we're, but we're mm. resisting the urge because trust me, we want to binge it, too, it's just hard. like everyone else does. Yeah. It but is. we want to also be genuine on the show. So we are we really have no idea what's going to happen when so we talk. Basically, yeah. what. What we're saying is we're we're falling on the sword for you guys. We're refusing to binge this show to provide you guys a quality product. And yeah, you know, I mean, if, if you know, we do need more fans, there are more spots open for that. Oh so if you Robert, know anyone, why would you align yourself with that man? Why would you go you know on Soda with this shit? We saw how how it ended with him, man. Robert just wants more screen time. I mean it's audio. Clearly. Time. I, I want more I want more in your ears time. You get so much ear time. I don't like you know, that. I think, I, don't like I, that. Think, <laughs> I think it would be genuinely really fucking difficult to record a spoiler cast if we've already seen all the episodes. Like, I don't think yeah. it would just be really hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, this way. is the way to do it. And it's not the, like I said, the way we want to do it. But I, we just think it makes for a better show. And hey, if you agree, let us know. If you disagree, let us know. We want feedback. This is going to be, you know, a conversation. We're always going to be revisiting how we're doing the format of the show. And right now, this just works best for us. So we'd love to hear uh, what you guys think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'd like to keep the discussion going with you guys. You know, we've given a lot of our opinions on the show in the past, oh, my God, hour. 
And um, uh, we'd like to hear some of your guys as well. So feel free to either leave comments down on YouTube or check out our Facebook group at Tadima Clan. Just search that up. You'll find it. One of us will let you in. And we'd like to pose this question to you guys for this episode. If you graciously took up the, the open spot on Soda's glasses picking date, <laughs> submitted your resume, got accepted after the second interview, what pair of glasses would you buy him? Let us yeah. know. Shoot us an image or something. Yeah, we'll link see. us. Send us some links to the kind of glasses you'd pick out for Soto on that date if he asked you to go. Yeah. And do that. Uh, and we're also starting up another contest, everybody. Get excited. Get hype. Jack, you want to tell the folks about that? <laughs> yeah, if I don't mess it up and help me if I do. But so, yeah, guys, we our uh, last contest went really well. It was awesome. Thank you for everyone that submitted uh, entries into that and congratulations again to Mark for winning the prize and so because that was such a success we decided to do it again and also because we said we we're going to do it again we're going to do it again um, essentially we're going to make this a little bit simpler though okay so just we're going to in order to enter this contest this giveaway uh, you just need to leave us a review on iTunes and then either send us a DM or an email or a comment or something like that with your iTunes screen name or your username whatever it is so just pay attention to what it is when you're leaving that review and let us know so that way we know it's you and we can count you. And uh, we'll try and figure it out either way. But, like, you definitely increase your chance of winning if we know who the hell you are. And so yeah. that's all you need. And then we're going to determine what the prize is later. But it will be a pretty awesome prize. I can promise you that. Last time it was but, AirPods or, like, $170 in Amazon. So it's not a small prize. Yeah. But, but Tadaima, I already left a, an iTunes review because I'm a loyal fan that I've been listening for weeks now. Well, congratulations to you because you're already pretty much entered. As long yeah. as you've left an iTunes review, don't worry about it. You're already in the running. You're the earliest entries into our yeah. contest. Yeah, you've already, you're already in. And as long as we know who you are, again, you are yeah. already in. So, uh, And again, like Jack said, even though you've already left a review, f please feel free to leave us another DM or email. Just remind us you know, who you are, what your name is on iTunes, just so we can be sure we're counting everyone up when we're uh, raffling everything. Um, oh, and I guess we should probably say that email, right, just to be sure. Uh, questions at TerraceHousePodcast.com. Just shoot it there. Or uh, you can find all of our social media links in the description or in the show notes. Catch us again this Friday with our spoiler cast of episode 42. And this has been Tadaima. Thanks for listening. Itakimasu! Email us at questions at terracehousepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at Tadaimagram and on Twitter at Tadaimapod. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube at Tadaima, a Terrace House Podcast.